0: From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA.
1: Welcome to the wonderful world of amateur radio. Hi there, I'm Graham VK4BB, vk 4 Baker Baker, and you have tuned WIA National News for week commencing November 10, 2013. So, settle back, buckle up, because we've got a heck of a lot of news to get right through this week. And at the end of the news we're probably going to tell you where to go.
2: This is VK1 WIA. All points of contacts from today's news stories are to be found in print when you read the web editions. www.wia.org.au
1: Tap and go cards, data intercepted. The BBC reports a researcher at the University of Surrey has intercepted the 13.560 MHz signal used by swipe and tap and go debit and credit cards. BBC News says Thomas Dykes built equipment that could reliably eavesdrop on synthesised payment data at more than four times the distance. Inconspicuous equipment, including a shopping trolley, backpack and a small antenna, were used to intercept the data four times the distance from the till. PR for amateur radio. A foray into the do-it-yourself world. On display at last weekend's Eurisco exhibition in Melbourne was a hands-on aspect of amateur radio. The well-presented Wireless Institute of Australia stand was designed to showcase amateur radio to a select audience and hopefully link up with those who can see an application for their interests. There were many stands, including those with basic soldering, 3D printing, computers, electronics, robotics, rocketry and self-help learning groups. A few also held workshops during the two-day event Fitting right in was the WIA stand that had working displays of amateur radio homebrew equipment, design and construction, a video display of various amateur radio groups, plus information on how to become a radio amateur. Spending a lot of time at the WIA stand was Dr. Zoz Brooks, a special guest at the exhibition from Fab Lab Adelaide and co-host of the internationally telecast Discovery Channel's Time Warp show, devoted to high-speed imaging of national and scientific phenomena. The WIA hopes that collaboration with other do-it-yourself interest groups can be achieved, tapping into a near-perfect audience with targeted messages delivered to select individuals that stand effectively, showed off what Amateur Radio has to offer. Yes, it's PR for Amateur Radio, and April 13-15 to is the designated date. But, like the big exhibit last weekend, you don't have to wait. Promotion of Amateur Radio can and should be on your weekly agenda. In the north of Australia, the Townsville area hams will be out and about November 19. Yes, TARC does the TCC International Men's Day Expo. Members from the Townsville Amateur Radio Club will be putting on a portable display of amateur radio by invitation of the Townsville City Council for the TCC International Men's Day Expo being held in conjunction with Crocs Basketball Training at the RSL Stadium. So if you're in the area, make sure you try and get along. Anybody wanting to help can contact Richard, VK4FRJG. Rick Polden, VK7RI, dropped a note through the week. He'd been trolling through a trade magazine, connected home and came across a news article concerning the digital dividend. There is a website that is put out by Sennheiser, a great website. It's frequencyfinder.com.au. And once you've downloaded that from the website, all you have to do is enter your location... And then you'll see what frequencies are available for a new wireless system in your area. Whipping around Australia, Canberra 100. The VI100ACT call sign is still available for booking and use if you're in the area. And don't forget, if you hear them, make sure you contact them. Latest Reports has the number of contacts well over the 1,000 mark. Illawarra Amateur Radio Society in November sees the return of the club's annual auction. These auction nights have been a lot of fun in the past with a chance of picking up great bargains. Everybody's invited to go along and enjoy the night at the Consterton Community Hall, 7.30pm, the 12th of November. The next meeting of the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club will be 7pm, Friday, November 15th the 2014 WIA call books will be available at the get-together held at SES Building in Central Road, Port Macquarie. VK3. And don't forget that the Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club's Rosebud Radio Fest will be held Sunday the 24th of November. This event presents an ideal opportunity to make a family day of it, so bring your family and enjoy the Radio Fest and the beaches, the parks, the wineries, the shops and restaurants of the Mornington Peninsula. The event will be held at the Eastbourne Primary School Auditorium that's in Alabambi Avenue, Rosebud with outdoor displays from 8.30 and the main sale area open from 10. A popular feature of this Radio Fest is show and tell areas which include a DIY table where you can display something you've made. Just advise Richard VK3RR if you wish to display some home brew. If you have pre-loved equipment to sell tables are still available at $10. All details... Best read on wia.org.au and click this weekly news bulletin. In VK4 it's Cyclone Sunday and November to March is Cyclone season. Are you ready? You can go along to Cyclone season. That's this Sunday, November 10 from 9 until 12 at the Strand Park in Townsville and gather tips on how to prepare yourself, your family and your property. Highlights include over forty stall displays, live entertainment, important document scanning onto free USBs, kids activities, plus much, much more. In VK five and RS contact with the Australia Air League South Australia Wing, that's in Elizabeth using Telebridge is being planned the actual date yet to be determined. Charlie AJ nine N from RS says currently the RS operations team has a list of sixty schools that they hope to get through before twenty fourteen. To let you in on how tough it is to schedule contacts, here are some of the constraints the RS mentors must work under. Now each increment is twenty-six weeks in length for any given expedition. The first three weeks there is no schedule. During EVA weeks they can't broadcast at least two weeks prior to the increment change, no contacts during meal and exercise periods, no contacts during post-sleep and pre-sleep, that is before 800 UTC and after 1930 UTC, and contacts on the day of progress docking or undocking are circumspect. So as you can see, to fit in 60 before the end of the year is some good going. If you'd like an RS contact, then read up on it and give yourself plenty of time. Education, Youth and Advancement of Amateur Radio, the next foundation course conducted by ARNSW will be 16 and 17 of November and on Sunday the 17th, assessments for all licence grades. Ham College and the next standard course that's in the West will commence February 2014. Expressions of interest can be registered via hamcollege.com.au. If you want a foundation licence or perhaps wish to upgrade an existing qualification, enrolments for the next Amateur Radio Victoria session close Tuesday. Quality Foundation licence and it's held November 17 at the conveniently located offices of Amateur Radio Victoria. That's in Victory Boulevard, Ashburton. Be quick, if you want an enrolment, contact Barry Robinson, VK3PV 0428
3: Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In Sydney, it can be heard on VK2RWI on 147MHz at 10am on Sundays. I'm John Mazels,
4: VK2JPM. What use is an F-call? If you're new to amateur radio, like I am, it can be daunting to be surrounded by other amateurs who've seen that, done that and wrote the book. As you interact with those amateurs, it will become quickly apparent that they got to that place because they started something and tried it. In today's culture, we often solve problems by throwing money at it. It's a perfectly valid approach to life, but it leaves behind the thrill of trying to make something work. Having an amateur license doesn't instantly transform you into a builder or inventor. It sort of creeps up on you. You get your shack set up and you find that a particular thing you need, a switch, a connector, a patch lead or some other gadget cannot be found, It's too expensive or takes three weeks to ship and you cannot live without it. Perhaps you spend a little time online searching for other solutions and alternatives and you hit upon a website that has a fellow amateur describing your problem and their solution just as if the article was written specifically for you. Inventing and building is part of amateur radio. It's also what makes the backbone of the hobby, and one day you might find out that a soldering iron isn't a scary tool at all. Go on and have a chat with an experienced ham, have some coffee, bring a smile and be amazed. I'm Ono Victor Kilo 6, Foxtrot, Lima Alpha Bravo.
0: From the WIA News Hub in Sydney and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed via VK1 WIA. With International News,
2: I'm Jason, VK2LAW. In Japan, Toyota Motor Corporation Japan will, in the next two years, introduce systems that will make it possible for cars to communicate with each other in order to avoid collisions. According to a statement by the company, the system will use radio to gather data on the speed of other vehicles to keep a safe distance. It also showed another system, consisting of cameras, radar and control software, it helps a car maintain position in a lane of its own. The system Toyota has developed incorporates technologies derived from its automated driving research, and the carmaker has said it aims to create a virtual co-pilot in vehicles that helps drivers avert accidents. Toyota has also showcased a new pre-crash technology that can steer a vehicle moving at high speed away from pedestrians when automatic braking alone cannot avoid a collision. The new system will be available after 2015, the company said. In Russia, how secure is that USB drive you use? Russia has denied reports it attempted to spy on foreign powers meeting at the G20 summit in St. Petersburg earlier this year, denouncing the allegations as a clear attempt to divert attention from revelations concerning the United States National Security Agency. Two Italian newspapers have claimed USB flash drives and cables to charge mobile phones that were given to delegates, including heads of state, at the September meeting were equipped with technology to retrieve data from computers and telephones. In New Zealand, close down of Channel 1 and amateur use of 1 kilowatt 450 to 51 megahertz. New Zealand's last Channel 1 television transmitter is due to close down at the end of November. And RSM has advised that from the 6th of December 2013 onwards, just in time for their annual VHF UHF SHF field day contest, amateurs throughout New Zealand will have access to the bottom end of the 6 metre band (50 50 to 51 megahertz) without needing to apply for a permit. The power on the license will be 30 dBW, 1 kilowatt, to bring it into line with the power on the general user radio license for amateur operators. Across to India, Indian record for tracking ham radio balloon. We reported on this back in October when a ground station in Bangalore and two mobile payload recovery teams were able to receive the 145.765 MHz FM APRS radio signals from the balloon for over 12 hours without any disruption. Well, the payload for this Indian amateur radio APRS balloon has been successfully retrieved. The payload was found about 45 kilometres off the coast of Gangoli, Karnataka, by sailors on the fishing boat Savana Lakshmi. It was only possible to track who owned the payload because one of the sailors who found the floating balloon used the SIM card that was in one of the pieces of the equipment in the payload. In the United Kingdom, Li-Fi speeds better than a blink of the eye. Chinese researchers claim to have produced a 150 megabit per second connection, but experts were doubtful without seeing further proof. The term Li-Fi was coined by Edinburgh University during a TED talk in 2011, though the technology is also known as Visible Light Communications, VLC. Both Wi-Fi and Li-Fi transmit data over the electromagnetic spectrum, but whereas Wi-Fi uses radio waves, Li-Fi uses visible light. This is a distinct advantage in that the visible light is far more plentiful than the radio spectrum, around 10,000 times more in fact, and can achieve far greater data density. In Mexico, more room on two meters for ham radio space operations is one of the outcomes of a recent IARU Region 2
5: meeting in Cancun, Mexico. The gathering, whose minutes have now been published, covered all Region 2 band plans for all allocations from 137 kHz to 250 GHz, Included is a new allocation for the amateur satellite service on 2 meters from 144 to 144.025 MHz. There is also a reference to near space stations or NSS operations in the definitions section. This is believed to be the first mention of high altitude balloons in any amateur radio band plan. An international group of hams, including CQ Magazine's DX editor, Wayne Mills, N7NG, is planning to operate from South Sudan as Z81X from November 14th to the 28th. This is the time period that includes the CW weekend of the 2013 CQ Worldwide DX contest. According to Mission Goodwill South Sudan spokesman Marty Lane, OH2BH, The group of 10 hams is led by International Amateur Radio Union Region One President Hans Timmerman, PB2T, and includes two local operators. The operation is hosted by South Sudan's Ministry of Posts and Telecommunications and will include a series of workshops aimed at developing a permanent amateur radio licensing and regulatory structure. On the operating side, the plan is to activate all HF bands with an emphasis on 80 and 160 meters. QSL via OH0XX, and we will have more DX news for you later on in this week's report.
6: Important changes are being considered for the UK amateur radio licence terms and conditions. The RSGB, working in consultation with Ofcom, is running a series of discussions on the RSGB website where any amateur can contribute and help shape the future of amateur radio. Three new discussion topics have just been launched looking at airborne use. Remote operation and embedding the progressive licensed culture. You can access the forum at www.rsgb.org forward, sl- <coughs> excuse me, forward slash license review. We've been given details of a new internet forum for radio users. The Internet Radio Club aims to give online help, support, and social gathering, and a social gathering place for amateur radio operators. Shortwave listeners and anyone else interested in radio, the club is free to join. It says it has a policy of using plain and simple English wherever possible. To help newcomers, go to www.netradioclub.com.
5: NASA has used laser technology to transfer data over the 239,000 miles to and from the moon, this at a speed of 622 megabits per second. Badri Yunes is NASA's Deputy Associate Administrator for Space Communications and Navigation. In a press release, he said that his agency is encouraged by the results of the demonstration of the Lunar Laser Communications demonstration to this point. As such, NASA is confident that it is on the right path to introduce this new capability into operational service soon. The Space Agency's Lunar Laser Communication Demonstration is the first two-way space communication system to use a laser instead of radio. Jens calls it the first step on NASA's roadmap toward building the next generation of space communication capability. The Lunar Laser Communication Demonstration is hosted on NASA's Lunar Atmosphere and Dust Environment Explorer, or LADEE, satellite.
6: Those stories from the Amateur Radio Newsline and the RSGB. The MP3s you can find on the web at the link on www.rsgb.org. I'm Jeremy Boot, G4NJH. And you're tuned to
0: VK1WIA. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. Operational news on Felix
7: VK4FUQ Contest Dateline. WIA Spring VHF UHF Field Day, weekend of November 23 24. WIA Summer VHF UHF Field Day, 11 12 January. WIA John Moore Field Day, Weekend March 15 and 16. WIA VK Harry Angel Memorial Sprint, May 3. Ten ten International Summer Contest, August 2 and 3. WIA Remembrance Day, the ID Contest, August 16 and 17. Manly Ringer Radio Society's Flagpole Contest, September. Special Event Stations, DX, Speak-In Repeater and net advice. VK4RCA 70cm Repeater Back-In Service, John VK4JKL advises one and all that the Cairns Amateur Radio Club UHF Voice Repeater, VK4RCA, located in downtown Cairns City, is back up and running on 439.850MHz, following a lengthy time offline. The repeater has been repaired, tuned, and tweaked by Club Tech Helmet VK4YKI and is now back in service. Centenary callsign back in Scotland. The RSGB celebrations returned to Scotland using the callsign GM100RSGB from last Tuesday, 5 November until 2 December 2013. Activity still on all bands and modes. 6V7D will be heard from Senegal between November the 29th and December the 7th. His operation will be mainly on CW with some SSB on 40 through 10 meters. QSL via DL7VOA. A group of operators from India will be operating from the Lakshadweep Islands from November the 20th to the 10th of December as VU7AG and VU7KA. They will be active on 160 through 10 meters using CWSSB and RITI. QSL via W4VKU. Lastly, a team of valued operators will be active from the rare Banda Basar Island between November the tenth to the fifteenth. Operations will be on forty through ten meters using CW and SSB. Look for more details to be forthcoming at OC157.blogspot.co.uk. Antarctica RI1ANR from Novo Runway until March 2014 activities on the hf bands with a focus on the low bands qsl via rk1 pwa finally a look at media watch for all of you ice pilots tv show fans the first episode of season five is scheduled to have some of an rs contact that occurred a few months back canadian rs mentor steve mcfarlane v3 tbd said we do not know the full details of what will be included in this episode but we understand the radio contact with Chris Hatfield will be shown that involves the Canadian mentors that undertake and support these events all across Canada. This team are made up of teacher Laurie McFarlane, technical coordination Claude Lacasse, and program mentor Steve McFarlane, V3TBD, all located in Ottawa, but were on site during this contact from Hay River. On Foxtel and VK, the History Channel airs the show. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Enningham. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service.
1: In the Central North area, it can be heard on the VK5RH repeater 146.925 at 9am Sunday.
8: I'm Brett, VK5ZII. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Digital. New D-Star repeater in the north of Portugal. This repeater has a range of 30 kilometers and is primarily devoted to regional contacts. And the gateway is on. This system is a non-ICOM system, operated by two GM300s from Motorola and a Raspberry Pi with G4KLX software for the control of the system and connection to the D-Star network. The call sign is CQ0DAM and the DTMF is 54662. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. RS has congratulated mentors that have now mentored over 100 schools. In Gaston, ON4WF with 112 and Francesco, IK0WGF with 100. November Deployment of ISS CubeSats. Four CubeSats carrying amateur radio payloads are expected to be deployed from the International Space Station on November the 25th, 2013. The CubeSats include Pico Dragon developed by the Vietnam National Satellite Center, the University of Tokyo, and IHI Aerospace. 437.250 MHz CW beacon and 437.365 MHz 1200 bits per second AFSK-AX25 telemetry. ArduSat 1, developed by the decimal 437.325 MHz, 9.6K MSK-CC-SDS downlink, and TechEdSat 3, developed by the interns at the NASA Ames Research Centre, 437.465 MHz, 1200 bits per second packet radio beacon. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting, Certificate of Appreciation. Andrew Thompson, Scouts District Commissioner for Launceston and the Tamar District, presented NTARC with a Certificate of Appreciation for all of its work and involvement in the 2013 JOTA JOTI event. It's great to see the work HAMS put in each year being rewarded in this way. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio, NZ HAMS Help in Search. WA Today reports that New Zealand radio amateurs were involved in the tragic search for two climbers stuck on Mount Taranaki. They report that Taranaki Police Sergeant Thomas McNintyre said, AREC, that's Amateur Radio Emergency Communications, came in and operated all of our search and rescue radio. The bodies of the two climbers have now been recovered. And in other news, Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club members will be providing the safety communications for the Beechwood Classic Billy Cart Derby Sunday the 17th of November. This is a major event with the longest and fastest Billy Cart course in Australia. A five kilometre steep downhill gradient. And in VK7, VK7 Aquine event. Needed are volunteers to assist in another Equine endurance ride in November. The dates are the 29th and the 30th of November and this event is Tasmanian State Championships and it'll be a five-leg, 24-hour event just like in previous years. It'll be held at Lampney's site on Smith & Others Road, Sassafras. If you're able to assist, then please contact Tark's Community Communications Coordinator, that's Norm VK7KTN. And in VK3 on Friday, November the 15th, it's Rally Victoria Warrigal For this one, contact Christopher Morley, VK3CJK. And on Saturday, November the 23rd in VK3, the AGM and Coordinators and Commanders meeting, 1st Montalbert Scout Hall, 34 Alexander Street, Box Hill, contact Glenn Cornell, VK3FGC. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Summits of the Year. VK1 Sota Dinner on the 12th of November. The local SOTA participants are holding a SOTA QRP dinner at the Ainsley Footy Club on Tuesday the 12th of November. The gathering is open to anyone interested in SOTA and QRP operations or an opportunity to socialise and catch up with fellow amateur radio operators. VK1 NAM would like to encourage all interested folk to come along. Well that's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert VK3DN reporting from
1: Melbourne. Well just about the end of the news. That's time where we tell you where to go. On the social scene, November 10, of course, today. In VK2, it's Amina Radio New South Wales Radio Fest at Dural. And in VK3, it's the Yarra Valley Ham Fest and also Microwave Test and Tune Day. Next weekend, November 15, 17, in VK3, it's Victoria National Parks Weekend. And portable activity in Victoria National Parks is going to be huge. A special portable activation period for national parks is now less than a week away. More than 22 parks will be put to air. Check out the master list for location and times. The portable stations will look to make many contacts under the Keith Roger Memorial National Parks Award. This is the one that encourages operation in Victoria's 45 national parks. The event in its third year has the suggested frequencies of 7.09, 14.17, 3.6 and 144.1. So visit the master list on the Amateur Radio Victoria website. It also includes awards rules. November 24 in VK3, it's that Southern Peninsula Amateur Radio Club's Rosebud Hamfest. And next year, January 24 to 27 in VK4, it's Tark Australia Day Long Weekend Family Group Camp at Girl Guides Campsite Blue Water. February 23, Wyong Field Day.
3: Hi, and here's this week's update on progress from the CCARC preparing for the Wyong Field Day. As promised last week, I now have the confirmed seminar list for the Field Day. The programme starts at 10am with Ray Robinson from the Historical Radio Society with a special lecture on the AWA centenary. 100 years of military radio production. At 11am... Brian Clark, VK2GCE, will give an in-depth lecture on electromagnetic compatibility. Where does EMI come from, and what can you do against it? After the lunch break from 12 till 1, David Berger, VK2CZ, finishes up the day's programme with a lecture on gigantic Yagi antennas. The club secretary tells me that replies are coming in to our invitations to NSW and other clubs to take part in the club fair and the spaces are filling up. So if your club's thinking of taking part, please make sure you respond to the CCARC email ASAP. For those who haven't received a direct email, the details and application form are now up on the club website at ccarc.org.au. This is also where you'll find all the details about what is shaping up to be the biggest Wyong Field Day for several years. 73 from Ed, VK2JI, Publicity Officer for the Central Coast Amateur Radio Club.
1: Thanks, Ed. Now, thank you for listening to WIA National News. I'm Graham, VK4BB. We'll do it all again next week. But until then, you know what to do. Walk softly.
0: In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.